This is Obscure Music History, an investigative anthology of B-sides and rarities of unpopular music. I'm your host, Tom Hogan. This week, The Actives, Have You Read My Book? My name is Sandy Cloistrum, and I'm the songwriter for the band The Actives. We were very prolific in our time, yeah. We didn't just have one sound. You'll find our albums under genres ranging from classic rock to jangly pop to avant-garde experimentalism to Cuban revolutionaries to glam rockers to klezmer party band, Gregorian opera chants, world fusion Swedish sludge, down-tempo late wave, jazz odyssey afternoon core, soft funk industrial, and of course, uh, post-disco. I couldn't tell you what we were best named for, though. Uh, We were chameleons, always changing our stripes, as if we were sort of chameleons that were hiding in a herd of zebras. But then some tigers turn up and we have to change our stripes again and so on. And I think we really lost sight of ourselves as a band on account of the camouflage and all the tigers that were attacking the zebras. And as the old saying goes, a blind chameleon soon loses sight of itself. So we made a decision. We cracked out the old guitars, we got back to our roots again, playing forgetful pop to the vulgar herd of audiences who just don't appreciate our genius. Our drummer, Swinty Huffington, came up with this really tight groove. And as a guitarist, I'm not clever enough to create any of my own rhythms, so I just make sure I play louder whenever she hits the snare. That seems to work out. I regularly attend open mic nights just to keep my finger on the pulse of uh, like what to avoid musically. And, and there, one night, uh, with barely anyone in the audience, just singing a beautiful song about heartbreak under a spotlight with someone who was playing just a cheap acoustic guitar with a capo on the eighth fret. Now, the capo raises the pitch of the guitar and gives it a sweet, warmer tone, and sitting on the eighth fret just seemed about right. So I went home and I put a capo on the ninth fret, which is why mine sounds one better. For the chorus, our guitarist, Candles, he plays this gorgeous little run up the major scale using the bridge pickup, so it makes it sound tinny and thin, and then he'll double it with the neck pickup, and we'll have that coming out of the other speaker. Then we'll process it, often with some pitch shifting, and, uh, and Candles always likes to add a lot of delay effects to keep things moving along. So there's always a lot of extra momentum in our tracks. Um, he's also not very good, so he always uses effects to fill out the sound and just to make him seem like he knows what he's doing. My friend Stephen is a theoretical physicist and he wrote this book called The Brief History of Time and he's always wanted me to read it. He kept saying, have you read my book? Have you read my book? Have you read my book? Through this little computer speaker he's got. And I said, no, Stephen, stop asking. I'm not interested in your life or career. And he kept going, have you read my book? Have you read my book? And it turned out his computer had a glitch in it and it was stuck. But it got me thinking about someone like Stephen who wrote this book and like as far as he knew, no one's read his book. Have you read his book? Because I haven't read his book. I don't know anyone who's read his book. Maybe no one's read his book. Can you imagine if you had a book and no one had read it? You'd just go around desperately asking people, have you read my book? Have you read my book? And that's how the song came about. And your hollow tooth. And your hollow tooth. And your wide brim frame. There's that line in there about having a wide brim frames as glasses and uh, having a hollow tooth, which is just a reference to having hollow and weak bones. I've never asked Stephen, but he's got some sort of disease, which is why he's in the wheelchair. And I think it's called bonitis or something. I don't know. I haven't done any research, but the poetry was just there for the taking. 
I had this nightmare about seeing what the roots of his teeth would look like. And in my dream, it was like soft cottage cheese. But I didn't want to put that in the song because that's gross. So I just said hollow tooths and that did the job for me. Have you read my book? Have you read my book? If you study singing, one of the first things you learn is never to extend a note by using an H sound in the middle. But I've never studied singing, so I don't know not to do that. Have you read my book? Have you read my book? That final note that rings out over that last repeated chorus, it wasn't in the original demo. It was one of the last things we added. Before we found that melody, the song just never felt finished to me. So I played the unfinished demo of this song to Stephen just to show him how I'm making art out of his pain. And as he entered the room, the wheel of his chair ran over the waiter's foot and he let out this squeal. And I thought, yes, there's something in that. So, you know, we brought the waiter back to the studio. We set up a few microphones and we got Stephen to roll back and forth over his foot at different speeds. Every time Stephen ran over his foot, the kid would scream... (laughs) <laughs> Stephen would laugh at him. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> anyway, after several hours, um, I took some of the takes and I slowed them down and I stretched out the sound and I added some reverb. Then I pitch shifted them to make the notes match the song. And that's when I knew the song was finished. In many ways, we all have our books and we all just want to know if anyone's read them. Now, I don't know much, but I'm privileged to have a fan base of people who have read my book. I just wish I could say the same for Stephen. And now, here's... Have you read my book? Ring wide on the night. Ha, ha, ha. Have you read my book? Between the lines Do you know all my dirty little lies The lines on my face, do they give me away? And I need you to come a little bit closer A little bit closer still
Obscure Music History is produced by Tom Hogan. All songs from this podcast are available on Spotify and iTunes. You can subscribe on Stitcher or iTunes Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts from. And for more information, visit obscuremusichistory.com. <laughs>